welcome to CCS Convo, the podcast for EV lovers and the EV curious. Join Nick and Louise every fortnight as we discuss the latest news in electric vehicles and look at some of the electric vehicles that are currently available. You can find out more by visiting rps-dm.co.uk forward slash ccs-convo. Hello and welcome to car review number three from our mega review show. This is the six cars that Louise and I have driven over the last couple of months. Well, I'm talking very quickly through this, me being Nick Smith, one of the hosts of the CCS Convo Electric Vehicle Podcast. Louise is about to say hello when I ask her her first question about the Jeep Avenger, which is a car that only you have driven. Yes. So. Say hello to the nice people and tell them where you drove the Jeep Avenger and what it was like in terms of the interior. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, a electric vehicle roadshow came to Meadowhall and Nick and I went to visit. There were multiple brands there, particularly several brands from the Stellantis family, of which Jeep is one. And I fell in love at first sight, had to take it out to play. Um... It is a car that is just wonderful to drive. It is so light and so responsive. It is almost like it moves on your thoughts rather than your controls. It is amazing. Now, to me, that would be a negative, but to you, that seems to be quite important. Oh, it was wonderful. If I, I could have steered it with my little finger. It went exactly where I wanted it to. Right. Okay, talk to me then about the fit and feel of the cabin, the design of it, which I'm looking at a picture here, and it looks almost like it's harking back to the challenges of the 60s and things like that. You've got body-coloured body -coloured components. You've yeah. got that long, full-width vent space yeah. as well. With the modern stuff thrown in, you've got two, um, two colour displays in there as well. Obviously, the car had keyless entry because you just got a start button and things like that. So, talk to me about the interior of the of, of, of the car. Yeah, so it's a very modern feel. It's very kind of clear and kind of quite minimalist. Um, it is part of the Stellantis family. A lot of the software and kit is relatively familiar and common across the series. Um, has quite a lot of statistics for the car in terms of range and in terms of charging speeds and battery sizes. But inside, you really do get a sense that you are quite high. You get a sense that you've got quite a lot of room around you. Um, I don't think it is quite as big as the E2008. I don't think it had quite as much room. I think you could comfortably get five people in. I don't know if you could get five larger adults in. I think you could probably get four larger adults and a smaller adult. Um, quite a lot of boot, Qu not quite as much as my car, but you could comfortably have got one stood wheelchair in there. 
plus some other kit, which in my day job is important. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just wonderful to drive. Okay, so in terms of the the fit and finish of the interior, yeah. let's give me marks out of ten. One is awful, ten is brilliant. Probably an eight. An eight, nice. A strong start for the baby Jeep then. What about its practicality, which you've already covered as well, the space for storage yeah, and things like that? space and storage. Um, you see, this is where I'm going to slightly downgrade it. But I'm not going to downgrade it on space. I'm going to downgrade it on practicality. It's currently only available in two-wheel drive. They only intend to produce it in two-wheel drive. My heart says a Jeep should be four-wheel drive. Right, okay. Discounting that because... Uh, all the cars that we've got in this review are two-wheel drive. I don't care. It's okay. a Jeep. It's supposed to be an off-roader. Discount that. Okay, take the Jeep badge off it. Mm. Take the Jeep badge off it briefly. Okay. Okay. If you were looking for a new family car to replace probably your Jeep Renegade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would this fit the bill? Give me a mark out of ten for the practicality of the car, not the badge. Again, probably an eight. Okay. Now give me the score when you put the Jeep badge back on. Probably a four. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's okay. supposed to be four-wheel drive. Yeah. I should be able to drive to the beach, drive down a small cliff, cross the sand dunes and into the sea, and then drive home. Salt water and an underslung battery. Remind me <laughs> never to let you borrow Eva. <laughs> Eva, it's not four-wheel drive. This should be. should be allowed to do it. Battery should be somewhere sensible. Right, okay. You've spoken briefly about the drive saying it's fingertip light. Oh, it's amazing. What's it like in terms of get up and go? And before we go to that, let's recite the numbers that by the end of this series of bonus episodes, you are going to know like the back of your hand, dear listener. Oh, I think I already know them. We have a range of 248 miles on the combined cycle and 342 miles urban WLTP. Okay, all together now. AC. 11. DC. 100. Motor. 115. And battery. 54. So Horsepower? This is the first of the Stellantis that are having the upgraded mm. as standard. Yeah. Because this is kind of its selling point. Yeah. All the other Stellantis EVs are getting the drivetrain that they launched in the Avenger. Yes. Is, yeah. Okay. So, talk to me about how it drove, its performance, its steering, its general experience. A good amount of get up and go. It responded when I wanted it to. It was very nippy coming away from junctions, which was lovely because it gave you the freedom to look for a safe gap and go and know it would move. Um, like I said, it's incredibly light to steer. It was really comfortable to park. Um, the one I drove had a camera, but my car doesn't have a camera, so I keep forgetting to use the camera when I'm in cars with a camera. Um, but yeah. Really good drive. Okay. Could you tell that it had an entire extra Citroen Ami under the bonnet compared to yours? In terms of reaction speeds, possibly. I have to confess I put it down to it probably being a slightly lighter car because it is slightly smaller. Right, okay. In terms of pricing, 35.7 to 39.6. So the cheapest of the cars that's available using this motor and drivetrain package yeah. from Stellantis. Rivals, what were we thinking? 
probably the E2008 that I've got. Um, I would also see it looking to be, because it's a bit quirky, it's a Jeep badge, it's slightly out there. I would also say it's probably against the BYD. Um, probably the Nero, but just about. It's not in the same league as the Kona. Um, it's not in the same league as maybe the Skoda, but uh, it would like to be a grown-up SUV, but it's a little bit smaller and a little bit quirkier. Okay. Now, you were quite taken by this car when you drove it. Oh, it was amazing. It was lovely. Are you still taken by it? If the worst happened and you could no longer drive Shea Khan, would the Jeep be a contender? No. Why not? It's not got four-wheel drive. If I'm going to buy a Jeep, it's going to be four-wheel drive. I know that's me being ridiculous. Didn't, didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll hold my hand up to that. If they had a four-wheel drive option, mm. if Shea Khan was written off, I would be buying a Jeep tomorrow. I think that is where we should leave this one. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back with another bonus episode soon in which we're going to talk to the Jeeps very closely related but slightly bigger brother. Thank you for listening to the CCS Convo podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you'd like to find out more, you can visit rps-dm.co.uk forward slash ccs-convo. CCS Convo is an RPS-driven media production. All rights are reserved.